Hello, everyone, and welcome to First Baptist Church of Broussard. I'm Pastor Weldon Moak, and I want to welcome you to our Christmas Day, December 25th, 2022, online sermon. Well, I'm recording this a couple of days before Christmas, but I hope and wish for you a very Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. We are closing out our Advent theme for this year called The Heart of Christmas. And in this series, we've looked at uh, the different aspects of what it means for Jesus's first advent or his first coming, his presence coming into this earth. As we looked at the different aspects, you'll, you'll notice from first was hope, is that the presence of God produces confident hope. Because of the promises and the prophecies that we have in the scripture, and how that every single one of them have been proven true and accurate in their fulfillment. And that because of that, we have this hope that the future promises of our sins being forgiven, our home in heaven for eternity, and our, our presence with Christ forever, we have a hope which is a certainty of things that we haven't claimed yet, which is our eternal salvation. We have a hope and we live in that hope because of the promises and the presence of Christ in our life. That hope then moves us to where we it, it realize that the presence of God secures genuine peace. When we have hope, when we have the presence of Christ in our life and we know that he's always going to be there and that we're going to be with forever, then that gives us a peace. A peace with God, number one, through Christ. Our sins are forgiven. Uh, for the promise of what we've of our confession of our faith, our sins are forgiven. We're at peace with God. Therefore, we can be at peace within ourselves because we know that our sins are forgiven and we have His presence living within us. Then that gives us the tools and the, the information to move forward to pursue peace with others, with one another. Well, with that hope and with that peace brought and secured and, and uh, produced through the presence of Christ, then we have the next one, which is the presence of God brings lasting joy. Now, joy is different than, than happiness. Uh, happiness is nice. We all like happiness, but that's just based on circumstances. But joy, true, genuine, biblical joy, is based on a right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And when we are in right relationship with him, we have hope, we have peace, and then that produces lasting joy. A joy that doesn't go away. Happiness may come and go, but joy is something that we have in that ongoing relationship. Because we have Christ, God dwelling within us, Emmanuel, God with us, dwelling within us, then we have a hope, a peace, and a joy that nothing and no one can take away. And then the last point that we had that we worked on was the one on the on the end there is that we understand that the presence of God guarantees everlasting joy. Now we started with this understanding of hope is that we we haven't received that in our current form we haven't experienced everlasting life and eternal life yet and the, that, 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 that heavenly home. But we know because of the promises that we have and his presence within us, we have that hope, we have that peace, we have that joy. 
And we have that love. That love that is sacrificial and is living and lasting and, and grows within us. In essence, these four points are all summarized here in what we find here in the, the, the center candle, which is the Christ candle. So I'm going to light it for us to realize that this candle then is a symbol of, and a conglomeration of all these aspects and it's brought forth in Christ. Because the very presence of Christ in our life, which is the presence of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit, Emmanuel, that's in us. These four elements combine together when we have the presence of God in Christ dwelling within us. Well, take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 1, uh, verse 18 through 25. I want to read this passage together. Uh, it, you'll, you can see, you'll see it on the screen, but it is, unless you've got uh, x-ray vision, you're not going to see it very well, uh, uh, but it's, it's kind of small. But uh, if you've got your Bibles, Matthew 1, 18 through 25, listen to this. This is the classic verse. Uh, and verse 23 is our key verse about Emmanuel, so be prepared listening for that. Now, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take your uh, Mary to be your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Then Joseph, awakened from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and he did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. What a beautiful passage of scripture that is as we think about that. Now there's a lot of things that are in that passage of scripture and uh, I'm not going to go great in detail because today is going to be a brief message and the message I preach on Sunday is actually probably going to be briefer than the one I'll do here uh, because it's, it's just a in a sense, it's just a reminder and a pulling together and a singular focus on the Jesus, the light of the world, Emmanuel, whose very presence came 2,000 years ago into this world. He set forth a light that has never and never will, never will end. The everlasting light of his love that is shining in our lives. What a beautiful concept. Just a few points to remind you of. Number one, the arrival of Jesus was to save people from their sins. The, the whole concept of Jesus coming into the world was to provide salvation for you and for me. We have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And therefore, we are outside of God's presence. 
And we're all doomed to eternal life in hell. But we want eternal life in heaven. And that's what the first advent, the coming of Christ, provided for us. The light in the world that shone light upon who God was and what he wanted from us and what he required from us and how we could be in right relationship with him. The scripture talks about clearly that he was come to save his people. That's why Jesus, the core of why Jesus came. And that's really the message of Christmas is the coming of Emmanuel to provide salvation for us. Yes, we want good jobs, we want family, we want peace of mind, and, and uh, we want all those types of things, but what we really need is salvation. We need to be saved. And that's the joyful message of Christmas. And of this light is that, of, that Christ has come to bring us salvation. Second quick point. And again, I'm just kind of reminded, pulling some things together here as we kind of focus on this, this, this last day of, uh, on the birth of Christ. The, the arrival of Christ, the advent of Christ 2,000 years ago was so that God could be with us. Emmanuel. You see, in the beginning, in Genesis 1-2, we find that God created man, uh, Adam and Eve, and he walked with them. In, in their presence. That's what we were created to be, is in a relationship, a personal relationship in the very presence of God. But unfortunately, Adam and Eve, in chapter 3, we read how they sinned and broke that fellowship. And therefore, they moved away, they had to move away from the very close presence of God. And of course, each one of us that's ever lived, we've sinned, and we broke that fellowship, and so therefore we are out of fellowship with him and not in his presence. So, Jesus came, Emmanuel, he came into this world to shine light upon the darkness, to provide salvation for us, and to provide a reconnecting of a relationship. Because with, with, sin blocks us. It creates an enmity, a division between us and God. But because of Jesus' coming, his birth, of course, his death, his resurrection, and his ascension, provide for us a way to come back into right relationship with God. That's the beauty of his first coming and of the arrival of Christ and that light into the world. To save us and to dwell with us. See, we needed a Savior. Now, I read this little, little well, it's not a poem, it's a little, a little uh, writing here uh, about three weeks ago, but I want to read it again because it reminds us so clearly of the specificity of Christ coming, what, why he came to save us. If our greatest need had been information, God would send an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent an economist. If our greatest need was pleasure, he would have sent an entertainer. But our greatest need was for forgiveness. So God sent a Savior. A Savior who would eliminate and has eliminated the barrier between us and God and welcome us into a safe place alongside God. The love of God is spoken of in, in, in this passage 
uh, the, a familiar one in John 3.16 that reminds us of that. Quote it with me, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, because of God's great love for us, he comes to bring salvation to us, to save us, to dwell within us, and therefore joy resides within us. Peace is at our core, and we continue to live in the hope of steadfast assurance and blessing. Now, you see, Jesus came 2,000 years ago to shine a light upon the path of how we can return home to the Father into a right relationship with Him. And I hope and pray that you have considered and are, have evaluated yourself to make sure that you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because true belief in Jesus Christ is a way that allows us to live today as well as for all eternity. Hope, peace, joy, and love, they all have come together and symbolized by the light of Christ, the light of the world, who has come to save us, to be our Savior, to be our Lord, to transform us into His image, to motivate us to evangelize and witness and serve for him and then to allow us to worship him in a beautiful harmonious relationship now but for all eternity 2000 years ago jesus came the first time his first advent we are living now in between awaiting his second advent when he will come into the world and set all things right. We have hope, peace, joy, and love in Christ, in his presence, because of Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, who has come to dwell within us. I hope that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If not, what better gift than you give than to give your heart to him as you see we've been using the little uh, theme of the heart uh, on each one of these elements and of course christ is our true heart and the little poem that i've been reading each one from christina rossetti what can i give him poor as i am if i were a shepherd i would bring a lamb if i were a wise man i would do my part but what can i give him i will give him my heart well, if you haven't given Jesus your heart, now is the time to do that. Because hope, peace, joy, and love is waiting for you. Salvation is waiting for you. The very presence of God, Emmanuel, dwelling within you. Don't pass that up. I'll lead us in a prayer in just a moment in case you need to accept Christ as your Savior. But if you, which most of you are, are believers already, it's time for you and I to be intentional, deliberate, and consistent about being a bright and shining light, a witness 
of the hope, peace, joy, and love that comes from Christ. To share that message. To live a life of cleanliness and purity. Shining brightly. Living in a way that honors God. And lets people see that, that hope, peace, joy, and love truly is available. We have that responsibility. We have that privilege. And I want to encourage you this Christmas season to remember that Emmanuel has come. Salvation is ours. Hope, peace, joy, and love is ours. Now for all eternity. That should cause us to be overwhelmed with worship and adoration. As the shepherds and the angels did at the birth of Christ, we should do the same. Join with me as we pray. Father God, I pray right now, if there's anyone listening that is not sure of their salvation, that they may pray this prayer with all their heart and say, Father God, I believe you created this world and you created me. But I have fallen short. I have sinned. Right now, Father, I ask you to forgive me. I confess my sins. I repent of my sins. And I ask you to wash me clean. I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I invite him into my heart right now. And may his hope, peace, joy, and love fill me. And may I become a bright light shining to a world that needs it. I confess you as my Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, contact me here at FBC, Pastor Moke at FBCBruceR.com. Or if you are a believer and you want to have some other words, or you have some directions or encouragement, you know, feel free to contact me as well. But let's remember Emmanuel has come. God is with us. And because of that, we have hope, peace, joy, and love. Live a life of gratitude, of graciousness. Let's shine brightly. Let's love deeply and worship gloriously to our Savior. Merry Christmas. God bless you all. Take care.